Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Welcome to another episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your amazing host, Dr. Ayo, and I'm here to drop some knowledge on you all today. So this is a topic that I get asked about a lot when dealing with my couples and and women looking to date and discussing relationships. It's alpha females and alpha women and how they fit in the dating world and who they should be dating and if they should only be dating alpha males or beta males and and all of these sort of kind of designations of personalities and personality types within dating. And it's a fun topic. So let's talk about alpha women. I had a popular um, blog article last year about debunking some of the common myths of dating an alpha woman. And it was really popular and it has some great points. So I will give you some of that information today. But just a little background on the alpha female. So in social science or the studies of, you know, different type of social construct, there's an alpha. And the alpha is basically the highest ranked individual, no matter what you're talking about or no matter what context you're coming from. So they're usually the superior physical specimen, the most aggressive, the most respected in whatever um, you're dealing with. And others around them generally recognize their position and, and fall in line. And when you're talking about mating, the alpha concept really is a big deal in the animal kingdom. And in the animal kingdom, I know you're like, animals, like what? But no, listen, hear me out. In the animal kingdom, it's a little bit different than humans because it's arranged biologically and physiologically to where the alpha males only have access to alpha females. So really, the mating in the animal kingdom has kind of taken care of this issue in itself by designating alpha females as off limits to anyone else but alpha males. So this brings up an interesting concept. You know, in the animal kingdom, alpha females and alpha males actually align and they go together and then make it work. So why then is it so difficult in the human kingdom (laughs) for alpha women and, and alpha men to make it work? And I mean, basically, there's no real formal definition for this concept in human nature. However, she does exist in literature and science and sociology. I mean, the alpha woman is a thing. And I mean, her profile has really evolved over time and it's been described in various ways. I've heard both positive and negatives. I mean, some of the things you think of are educated, sometimes overachieving or controlling, assertive, confident. I mean, these are all words that are thrown out when you're discussing an alpha woman. But what we do know is that she carries a 
striking, striking resemblance to that alpha female in the animal kingdom. But with the human traits of being a leader, self-assured and goal-oriented, which probably do in some ways carry over to the animal kingdom as well, depending on how you're defining things. So why then do alpha women in you know, our society carries such a bad rap when it comes to dating and relationships, and sometimes even in the workplace. Why all of the negativity when referring to her? I mean, honestly, I've heard women that I would consider alpha women referred to as bitches or as, you know, negative or angry, you know, and especially if you're a black female, you know, that angry black woman syndrome. So why all this negativity when referring to such a figure that usually would be considered so dominating and a leader when you're talking about relationships? And in my experience, it's her role within the dating world that brings out complexities of society's views of women and particularly alpha women. So because society imposes their expectations and, and limitations on women in general, that's where the alpha woman kind of comes under fire and, and gets a bad rap and then has issues. And in the workplace, you know, she's the one you want in your team, likely leading the team. But in the dating arena, men especially don't really know how to receive her. And as we know, it, that also happens in the workplace. You know, there's been a number of studies that show that men, you know, really don't deal well with female leadership at a certain level. It's like there is a real true glass ceiling. And in dating, you know, that, that woman also causes, you know, some complex drama and, and intricacies. And there's a number of myths associated with this issue, especially in the dating world. And so we won't talk about work. This is a relationship blog. You know, I could talk all day about a number of topics, but I am here for you in your relationship struggles and issues and, and just trying to come from a place of, of curiosity. So let's talk about these myths associated with alpha women in relationships. And many of these myths are <laughs> exaggerated or based on stereotypes, but they impact how potential, you know, daters or suitors view a union or even, you know, approaching an alpha woman. So let's discuss and debunk some of these views. So myth number one, and, and these come straight from my blog and, and we'll discuss these. So myth number one is that she's competitive, you know, and that in a relationship, she might be overly competitive and really not know how to be a supportive mate. But the studies show the high achieving men are actually moving towards dating women with higher economic means, higher educational attainment. So if you're dating women that are achieving these goals and attaining these things, it's more likely that they're going after alpha women and enjoying it and doing well with it. Men do respect and appreciate a woman, you know, that has accomplishments and goals and is successful, but the traits that help her be successful in her life and career are not necessarily the ones that men seek out in women for relationships or not at least on the surface because being competitive at work could be a positive, but competitive in a relationship, not so much. Being aggressive and a go-getter at work, positive, not so much in a relationship. And being opinionated, which I know brings up a lot of issues in relationships. And when I work with couples, a lot of men are like, she just always has an opinion, she's so opinionated. 
you know, those are things that aren't necessarily going to win her points in the relationship, but they could get her to the top of the class or the head of her department. However, an alpha male, a female or woman is more modest and vulnerable in a relationship than she is in the workplace. And that has been shown over and over. So all alpha women and boss bitches and women that are really running shit at the office don't always act the same way at home. They're different with people in their lives. They don't always necessarily want to dominate everything or control everything. And they want to submit and give themselves over, especially if they're a religious person or believe in those dynamics of relationships of having a male manage. And so you cannot always assume that an alpha woman is going to be dominant and competitive in her relationship. Many alpha women actually do better at seeking to encourage their mate and providing support instead of competing with them because they're not feeling insecure and inadequate. So they can give that support to their mate. And they value his success because it's a compliment to her own. It's not a detriment. The better he does, the better they do as a couple. So she doesn't necessarily, and especially, you know, as it's been proven in relationships, want to tear him down or hold him back to compete. She wants to encourage him to do better and achieve more to compliment her. So that myth number one, that she's going to be competitive, has definitely been debunked. Okay, myth number two. Being in a relationship is actually not even a priority of hers at all. So this one, of course, is just ridiculous. That just because a woman is successful and a go-getter and alpha, that she doesn't want to be in a relationship. And many successful career-driven women have a blueprint for achieving their goals. And they do have an idea of what they want out of their career life and know exactly what she wants and where she's headed. but a lot of times that that same goal driven attitude or you know laying everything out isn't the same for personal goals so it's not that she's <laughs> doesn't want it it just might not be that the structure is the same so she might not actually be the woman sitting around planning her wedding and knowing what her dress is going to look like and planning how many kids she wants. She may not have pictured herself as a wife or mother at all, but that doesn't mean that that's not what she wants out of life. It just means she's not sitting there having a five-year or 10-year plan for it. And the truth is maybe she didn't plan that much at all, or maybe it's something that she wants and it's not right now because she is goal-oriented and does want things in her life. And you could understand that, right? You're like me in medical school, super busy, residency even busier, didn't have that much time to apply myself. And I really wanted to do that and, and put my mind on that and, and set myself up for a success there. And that doesn't mean I didn't want to be married and have children and things like that later, but it just meant that that wasn't what I was working on at that time. So everyone is different. But I also had one, so many people in my med school class got married and had kids in med school or even in residency. I remember one of my co-residents was delivering her baby like a week before, you know, her call. So, I mean, everyone's different, but alpha females do genuinely want to be in relationships and value relationships. You cannot assume just because someone's successful, it doesn't mean that that's a priority for her or a goal for her. And anything in life that's important has to be given the appropriate attention. So when she is ready and in a healthy space to be a good partner, she will be 
in that and give it her all. And she will approach relationships with the same vigor that she does everything in her life because that's the kind of person that she is as an alpha woman. Okay, so debunked. Alpha women do want relationships, do value that companionship. And last but not least, she will be controlling in a relationship. So studies have shown that men want their woman to be a good listener, encouraging, and understanding. That's some of the things that men look for. Of course, physical as well, (laughs) things like that. But those are some of the traits that they list in a partner that they are searching for. And because an alpha woman is often direct or domineering in her career, a man worries that she may not possess some of the more relaxed characteristics when in a relationship, as we discussed earlier with the competitiveness. But the thought that she'll carry over those feelings of dominance and rightness from the workplace into her relationship is, you know, really assuming the worst. You know, and it's leading to an environment where he feels he'll be controlled. And and that's a worry that men often have. But the reality is an alpha woman knows how to adjust her approach and behavior depending on the circumstance. And that's at work and in her relationship. And the same applies to when she's dealing with, you know, a man or, or someone that she's dating. So if she's dating a man that would like her to take control, she could do that. If she's leading, you know, dating an alpha that wants to take control and have her take a seat, you know, and, and kind of sit back, you know, she could do that as well. And so this shows that they're more in tune and can dial in and figure out, you know, when to lead and when to follow. And one thing that works really well in relationships is when people take the lead on the things that they're good at. So, you know, someone might be really good at finances, but the other person is really good at another area or the spiritual sense or, you know, just anything. So taking the lead doesn't mean that one person has to dominate and run everything. And so alpha women really are good with knowing, you know, where their limits are and their boundaries are and and kind of putting their best foot forward. And so that actually works to their advantage in a relationship because if you're not good at something, (laughs) that's great to have a man that is good and you can let him lead. So, you know, if you're an alpha male thinking that an alpha woman might not be the one for you, then hey, you are wrong. But if you've been listening to this and you're an alpha woman, take some of these things to heart and know that these um, assumptions come from somewhere and these fears come from somewhere, these myths come from somewhere. And there are some women who are, you know, aggressive and domineering and controlling at home as well as in the workplace and that you know that's a stereotype you're fighting but you've got to use all of your pros and all of your benefits and all of your successes to your advantage and just like when you have a boss you have to adjust to their differences and just like when you're working on a team you have to adjust to everyone on your team same thing when your relationship your man is your partner so you have to adjust and if you want to date an alpha man you're going to have to you know be encouraging and be supportive as well as take the lead where you you know to agree that you see fit so make sure not to be angry or annoyed by these stereotypes but just address them head on communicate, communicate, communicate. You know, that's what I always propose and take them to heart and really show how you are not just one way. You're not 
fitting into a little box just because of your successes and, you know, the way you approach life. All right. This has been the Bad Girl's Guide to Love, teaching you how alpha women can be an equal and not just an alpha. Until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.